Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, I'm going to show you a great workflow to connect and link your sequences with any VFX work that you do in batch. So unlike the batch effects workflow, where everything is always contained in the timeline, this workflow will allow you to start in a sequence, automatically separate your segments and load them into batch. And finally, the flow graph renders will automatically update in the timeline. This is not replacing batch effects, but it does give you an alternative way to do VFX work in separate batch groups which still have a connection to your sequence. Some people like to keep everything in a timeline using batch effects, while others like to break things apart. You now have the option of both, with a great degree of connectivity between the various parts of the application. This video is not footage specific, so you can use your own media to follow along. Now here we have an edited sequence. It can be as long or as short as you need, but some of the shots need some VFX work. Let's start off with this single segment. As I said earlier, you could call up the effects ribbon and create a batch effects within the timeline. But to separate it out, you'll create a batch group from the timeline. Now traditionally, the workflow of creating batch groups directly from the sequence was tied to the connected conform workflow. That workflow is very much valid if you're versioning the same VFX across multiple sequences. But as of the Flame 2019.1 update, you can now create batch groups directly from the sequence without needing to create a connected conform. This makes creating batch groups from the sequence more accessible for every production. To create batch groups off a segment selection, you need to switch to the conform area. At this point, if you just click Create Batch Group with your selection, you will get an error which basically says that you need to define the VFX shot names in order to create the batch groups. The VFX shot name is very important because it will be the name of the new batch group or groups. The segment used within the batch group will retain its original name. So with the segment selected, call up the contextual menu and choose to rename the shot. In the pop-up window, you can call the VFX shot name whatever you like. You can use explicit naming, or even use naming tokens to custom create the shot name based on various metadata. Once you've confirmed the VFX shot name, it will appear in the brackets next to the segment's actual name. Now if you click Create Batch Group again, two things occur. In the sequence, a new video version appears, and this is called the Shots Track. This hosts the receiving renders from the batch group, and it also maintains the connection to the batch group for round tripping. The second thing that has occurred is if you look at the media panel, a new batch group has created based on the segment's shot name. Depending on the setting you use, the batch groups can be created in the desktop, libraries, shared libraries, or a custom destination. Now as a big tip, 
it's worthwhile consolidating your media handles before creating a batch group. Otherwise, Batch will load the entire source and not just the section of the media you're viewing in the sequence. If you double-click the Batch group, it will load the Batch view. Looking at this new Batch group, you can see the media has already been loaded as a source clip and a render node has also been added to the flow graph. You can begin compositing the shot between the connections. Once you're done, you don't need to add the render output as this is already taken care of for you. If you click on the render node, the only setting I want to point out is the Smart Replace button. With this enabled by default, the render will automatically round-trip its way back to the sequence. Press the Render button. So the render is complete. And if you look at the batch shelf in the media panel, the rendered clip is placed there. Now if you switch back to the timeline view, the primary version is set to V2 and you can scrub the result of the render directly in the timeline. If you went back to batch, made a change, and then rendered the result again, this would update in the sequence on the Shots Track version. So the sequence and the batch group are linked using this method. Now if you wanted to version your renders in the sequence instead of overwriting them, you need to copy your batch group segment to another video track. You can copy and paste using either the contextual menus or keyboard shortcuts. Or if you want to do this gesturally, hold SHIFT ALT and drag the copy to the track below. Switch the primary view to Video Version 1 Track 2 and you can see the render in the context of the sequence. If you move the Batch Group segment to another track, it will break the connection to its Batch Group and you would have to manually replace the renders from that point instead of it being automatic. You can use the Timeline Tracks for versioning renders as they develop. And if you wanted to version or iterate your Batch Flow Graphs over time, just use the Iterate functionality in the Batch view. So coming back to the Timeline, that is creating a Batch Group with only one segment. If we want to push the complexity, the second example has multiple layers and they already have Timeline effects added to them. So I started building the VFX in the Timeline and realised that I would be better off in Batch. So as before, the first step is to define the VFX shot name for the layered composite. Select both segments using CONTROL and choose to rename the shot via the contextual menu. As before, you define whatever naming conventions you'd like to use. Now switch to the CONFORM tab to create the Batch Group. Now I'd like to pause at this moment and talk about the Timeline effects on the segments. If there were no Timeline effects, 
you could create the batch group and the two selected clips would be loaded into batch. However, you need to choose what to do with these timeline effects. The first option is if you don't do anything. All the timeline effects on every track except track 1 will be deleted. The second thing is that only the media will be loaded into the batch group and the timeline effects will be applied to the rendered result. This is not really ideal in most cases. So as a second choice, click the Options pull-down menu and choose to convert the timeline effects when creating a batch group. Now when you have the clip selected and you create the batch group again, note that the batch group segment does not have any timeline effects applied to it. When you go to the media panel and double-click on the batch group, you can now see the constructed flow graph and each of the timeline effects has been converted to nodes. If we select all the nodes and clean up the schematic with the contextual menu, you'll note that the background source from video track 1 is connected to the render node. So you'll need to do a small amount of arranging of nodes and connections. And as before, you can go ahead and add more nodes and build the flow graph. Once you're done, you can render the result. As before, you can access the rendered clip in the batch group using the media panel or switching to the timeline view, the render is available via the shots track. As a final reminder for versioning your renders, copy the rendered segment to an existing or new video track within Video Version 1. Switch the primary view to Video Version 1 and now you're seeing your batch renders integrated with the rest of your edit. So you can perform all your VFX work with batch effects and keep everything in the timeline. Or you can use this method to keep the edit and VFX separate, but everything is linked together. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to the Flame 2019.1 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.